2: It is that time on a Wednesday where we talk to your colleagues hip the Journal Star's Parker Gabriel but not before we give him his proper introduction on this double barrel Wednesday. Double barrel Wednesday. It's a double barrel
1: Wednesday. Double barrel Wednesday. Had some popped in. Very good
2: job by Parker on double barrel Wednesday. Uh-huh know what day it is <laughs> it's double barrel wednesday and yeah, we're now joined by your colleagues at the journal stars parker gabriel parker you've been doing a lot of reporting over the last week we'll get to that all of that here in a second but to start things off with that uh chubba purdy the florida state quarterback in the transfer portal got an offer from nebraska that's one guy you're looking at what what is your current update on nebraska's search for a transfer quarterback including chubba purdy parker
0: yeah good morning guys um I think the I think the the main thing obviously Purdy's in the in the mix. Um, I think Casey Thompson from Texas is in the mix. There's probably a couple other names that we don't know uh, categorically that are in the mix. And then one of the things to remember is you know there's bowl games going on uh, you know yesterday, the day before, today, tomorrow, New Year's Day, obviously, and and I, there'll be more movement. Now I don't I don't know categorically that a Nebraska target is going to. You know, quarterback that I really like is going to get in the portal in the next few days or whatever. But um, I think I think the bottom line is there's just a lot of string left in that in that thread in the quarterback front. And one of the, the things that's interesting is in the, in the Chubba Purdy, you know, offer makes you think he's got four years of eligibility left. A guy like Casey Thompson, you know, Casey Thompson, I think was in Adrian Martinez's recruiting class. He's a much older player, uh, and so you just you know, you wonder if they might think about taking two. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility. Uh, don't think it's a sure bet either. Um, but there's a there's a lot of work left to be done uh, on the quarterback front. But I also think, you know, obviously they'd be happy if they had their guy in the boat and they were really happy about it. But um, – I think that they feel like they're probably sitting in a pretty good spot still on the quarterback front as of, you know, December
1: 29th. Parker Gabriel joins us, the Husker football beat writer for the Lincoln Journal-Star. There's also work to be done on the, on the Nebraska coaching staff front, but you provided a degree of clarity with your writings yesterday. Um and and i just want you to kind of lay out where you think this is going especially as it applies to mike dawson
0: yeah i think it's one of those situations where sometimes you look at a situation and it, it just makes too much sense and i think that's sort of where uh nebraska's at with mike dawson obviously when he started at nebraska he was a defensive line coach went to the nfl came back and coached outside linebackers um now nebraska's Defensive line and outside linebackers—they're not exactly fully combined, but there's a lot of shared duties there. Especially, uh, you know, a guy like Garrett Nelson—he he's playing even front defensive end, he's playing odd front outside linebacker. Um, I think Mike Dawson's going to just coach most of those guys. is what it sounds like. They probably, you know, obviously uh, we've seen this year around college football, uh, strange things happen. Uh, Nebraska is not in any. I don't think they're in any big rush to – I think they'll just announce all of their coaching moves at one time probably when they're all done. Um, But I think it's – I think the plan – and, you know, we've heard that the plan is for Mike Dawson to coach the defensive line. And then um, sort of – I don't know exactly how they'll term it, but be sort of the defensive front coach, uh, defensive line and and outside linebackers. Uh, That would leave Bill Bush to coach the special teams most likely. Uh, obviously, he's been an analyst. You guys were talking about him in the last segment. Uh, for the last year, he knows his way around the program, obviously, really well. And oh, by the way, you know he coached. He's coached defensive backs and outside linebackers. And Nebraska has this sort of hybrid group of guys that Eric Schneiderer coached last year um, that are sort of like outside linebackers and sort of like defensive backs. So no. that that picture it just fits together really seamlessly. Um, if if they slide Dawson over and retain Bill Bush, all that looks all of that looks pretty clean um, and those guys obviously are talented coaches uh, and then if, the, if those two fall into place which we think they will um, then the sort of last piece for now at least um, is to go hire a running backs coach
2: and with that being said parker do you have an idea of where they might go with that if that's where they went to hire a running backs coach outside the program
0: yeah i think i mean every time you go out the, outside the program which i think is what they're going to do now you know they could they could elevate ron brown I just think if you sort of read the tea leaves, you know, Scott Frost was extremely complimentary of Ron, um, like he always is last week on the radio. He also said he loves him in the role that he's got now, which is an a, as an analyst. Um, so, you know, if, the, if they if they do go outside the building uh, and look for somebody, there's a really wide net. You know, all you have to do is look at, um, you know, a place where Nebraska's already hired from at LSU. There's a guy there in Kevin Falk who, um, is a talented. He's sort of an up and coming coach. He's been a running backs coach for the last two years. Um, and then look at teams that are playing in bowl games. You know, Florida's um, interim head coach after they fired Dan Mullen was a guy named Greg Knox, who's 58. Um, he's been coaching for a long time. Uh, he's the interim head coach. He also coaches special teams. Um, so you know that all there's all kinds of guys out there. You know, we saw um, you know we saw Dan Lanning get to Oregon and start to put his staff together and look around and say, who's really good, um, and then decide to come after Tony Tuioti. So there's a lot of coaches out there, obviously. There's a lot of running backs coaches out there. doesn't necessarily have to be a guy who's out of a job and looking for a job, um, but there are talented people, even just in that bucket, that are, that are out there that you know Nebraska could could look into or at least kick the tires on.
1: Parker Gabriel joins us from the Wisconsin hinterland. Um, that, it is.
0: It's cold up here,
1: man. Oh man, just okay. Well, if you need any help, let me know. Um, All right, thank you. You want to come shovel the driveway? <laughs> I would. I, I I'll have a hard time getting there in a good time. But now, give him seven hours. Now, this is an opinion question, Parker. But it th- isn't it interesting? I know you. I know you have a a, a lot of respect for Tony Tulio. But the way this has worked out, it almost seems to mitigate the way the staff could be set up now. It almost seems to mitigate that loss. Is is that that's an opinion? Do you share that opinion?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely do. I, I definitely do. I think Tony Tuioti did really good work. It's obviously going to be different, but college football staffs are different pretty much every year. I mean, there's just you know continuity to the extent that you're talking about you know, 10 guys and your strength coach and your head coach and and all of your staffers, like, it just doesn't really exist for multiple years in college football. Everybody changes, um, and you either get better or you get worse. And one of the things that I think, you know, simple, like last year when Bill Bush got hired as an analyst, Mm -hmm. one of the things that we just sort of said casually was like, yeah, I mean, next year if they lose a defensive coach, um, you know, that that would be a way to make that picture uh, a lot easier to sort of, figure out or smooth over. And you don't necessarily know for sure that that's how it's going to go. Um, But that part of the part of why that was such a slam dunk last year to do that was because of situations just like this one. You know, you could have imagined a situation in which Bill Bush stepped in and filled a role on the staff, depending. I mean, it could have been pretty much any coach on the defensive staff besides maybe Eric Shenander. You know, you could have sort of shuffled the board in not exactly the same way but a similar manner had it been Tuioti or Mike Dawson or Travis Fisher or or maybe even Barrett, you know, depending on how those cards felt like. If one guy left, they essentially had a ready-made defensive coach. Now, he's, you know, they got to want him here, he's got to want to be here and all that stuff, and it, it appears that that's all sort of – you know, worked out the way that it looked like it could work out, but it's still a good move, and that's why they did it, obviously, was to have his, you know, base of knowledge in the program for the last year, and now, um, you know, he, he steps in or is likely to step in, and, and yeah, you've got, some, you've got some continuity. You've got a guy who's been in the building for a year um, and who's obviously a, a talented coach. So it looks like it's going to be a pretty clean transition now. There's a lot of off to go still, obviously, um, but for right now, you know Nebraska is in pretty good shape in, in at least in that regard.
1: Parker, when we talk about the transfer portal, I mean there's there's different there's different angles on that. And the one angle I want to ask you about is are you expecting much more movement in terms of the portal with Nebraska players current Nebraska players jumping into the portal? Are we still having are we still tracking that really closely right now?
0: Yeah, yeah, but I don't necessarily know that it's going to be like they're going to get back and start winter conditioning, and there's going to be seven or eight more guys in the portal. I I just, to me, like, and I think this is the way. There's been a couple times where there's been sort of clumps of Nebraska players that have gone in, like last, late last January. That was when um, Luke McCaffrey, Cade Warner, and Bo Wilson all went in on the same day. Something like that could happen. I don't know that it's going to, obviously. I think it'll be more like you'll look up um, in May or whatever, and between now and then, um, several more players will have transferred out. I, but it might feel like a bunch of guys are transferring, or it might just sort of be, you know, a guy here and there over the next few months. Um, but you know, right now, the way we've got it counted, I think there are 89 scholarship players right now. Some of those are guys that. Um, have been put on scholarship, and those can be tough conversations, too, about whether you're guaranteed, you know, scholarship for the rest of your time or whatever, so there might be a couple of those. There's a couple guys like DeAndre Thomas that we have on the list that we're not sure if they're coming back, but one way or another, um, you know, they're probably looking at, I mean, assuming they add at least one quarterback, they could potentially add two. You probably still want at least one offensive lineman. You're probably looking for an offensive skill player if you can find a difference maker. You might want a pass rusher if you can get your hands on one. So you're talking about four to six more transfers maybe on a no. scholarship. Yeah. Mm. And that would mean that yeah. somewhere along the way you've got to you know, turn over probably eight to ten scholarships on your roster right now. So again, there's some guys we don't know for sure if they're coming back, but all of that adds up to, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely more attrition coming. It's just a matter of how quickly and, and, and when
2: does it happen? Parker, always great stuff. Thank you for the time. We will chat with you again next week.
0: It's simple. If you showed up and shoveled the driveway here next <laughs> week, I would not even say shut up, Sipple, but I, I'm going to this week. Shut up,
1: sipple <laughs> All right, thank you. Get your shovel ready. Don't hurt your back. You're, you're <laughs> in good shape, but don't overdo it.
2: All right, sounds good. Thanks. Good stuff. Right. Parker Gabriel, Lincoln Journal Star. Always enjoy him for a Double Barrel yeah. Wednesday.
1: Yeah, Parker... Um, it's, he's equal to that task of shoveling.
2: I like shoveling, but it, yeah, if you do it too much, it does hurt your back. Yes, it does. Got to be careful. Good form is the key. Oh, good form! Don't That's the key? overwork yourself. <laughs> take breaks if you have <laughs> to. I'd like no, to. I like to see your take- shoveling yeah, form. You should. It's beautiful. It's <laughs> beautiful. Is it beautiful? I would recommend people watch it and you know document for their own sake. Emulate it. Emulate it. Yes. Okay. Copy let's play my the show. Form. This is a big today. Day. Is a big show. For shut up, Sipple. If you listen to the show the la- yesterday, you know that Sip has lost four straight games, and look, Happer is already teasing you. He's got he's got the Bagel Boy shirt out across the glass. It if you looks lose too to- big, if you lose today, you have to wear that shirt for the next segment during the spillover with Happer and Schaefer. I do. You do. That's the rules. Today okay. you got to wear that. If you lose, if you don't, the shirt is not worn and you're safe. So- I'm gonna
1: take this shirt off and put it on. In front of you, in front of
2: everybody. Oh no, no people don't want we don't need to see Well, that's that your punishment. Okay, okay, fine. That's your punishment. Today is a wild card Wednesday. It's been a long time since we've done this one. Uh advertising slogans from the present and the past. Four six four five six eight five. Shut up, simple starts right now. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. The phone lines are jacked because people want to see this happen. They want to see you lose and don the Bagel Boy shirt. I don't want to see you have your bare skin as you take it off, but I, I guess if that's our that. punishment, I then know, we can know, do I don't, it. I don't, know. I, I don't is, want to look, lose ha- my ha- Look at happy he's just like glaring at you I don't want to with lose this my evil child. smile. How do you feel about advertising slogans not today? i not great. All right. I don't think my record on this... You haven't this, done great in this. No. These are all brand new ones. Too. Brand new. I did. Ugh. Alex, how do you feel about uh, advertising slogans of the past and present I think he's going to need a Bagel Boy sweatshirt today. Oh, boy. You're in trouble. You are in trouble. Alex feels good. All right, Alex. Big game. Here's your first question for the lead. What, a lot of pressure. What food product has had the slogan, Bet you Can't Eat Just One? Ray's potato chips. That is a good start for those who want to see the Bagel Boy shirt on. Screwed. One zero lead That's for it's like I have her space to get excited over there. That was not sick. over yet. I didn't I did not know that one by the way. Okay, well this is your first question, Sip for the tie. What product is the quicker picker upper? <laughs> Deep in thought. Again, the question is, what product is, quote, the quicker picker upper? Product. Have five seconds. <laughs> you are looking petrified over there. <laughs> Apparitions, is all in your head right now. Five, four, three, two, one. I pick her up, or I need a guess. You're out of time. I don't even have one. All right, we <laughs> the horns yeah. down. What is that? Oh, wait, no. Oh, now Schaefer's here to 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 watch this all fall apart. Uh, do you want this one, Alex? Or do you want to pass on the quicker picker uh, upper?
1: It's the lumberjack for the person, but I cannot. Uh, like
2: I pass. I'm gonna pass. And oh. It's like something. I'm gonna pass. Okay, all right. Happer, say please. <laughs> the oh, answer Jim. is bounty paper towels. Bounty. Oh, bounty. Bounty. This Should've is this is for the win for Alex to make you don the Bagel Boy shirt next segment and fall below five hundred all at the same time for the win, Alex. What restaurant had the slogan "Think outside the bun"? Taco Bell. Oh boy! Oh boy! He's under five hundred. <laughs> Look at Schaefer Effert parting across the glass. The Bagel Boy shirt is dancing itself. And it'll be worn in this studio next segment with Haper and Schaefer. If you're watching on the video stream, you can uh, catch that with Simp <laughs> wearing the Bagel Boy shirt. The I don't first know what time to say. ever. No, I, I caved a little bit there. Fell apart today. Yeah, I fell apart. Well, I caved. Well, we will. Have. Alex, congrats. I, with your Bagels. Thanks for calling in and bounted. calling down the road.
1: I should have gotten bounced. All uh,
2: right, Alex, wins yeah, Alex and good we'll, job, we'll get Alex's Alex. Bagels courtesy of Eagle Delivery, the official courier of the ticket.
1: All right. Let's well, when we come this. back, we let's will. Uh, we will. Uh, yeah,
2: let's get to Happer and Schaefer because it's time for them to gloat in you having to wear the Bagel Boy shirt. If you're watching, go right now on the solder Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. The Bagel Boy shirt is on next on early break in the ticket.